0: This is a Life School Podcast episode number 113, and today we're going to talk about introverts and extroverts, and how we can all use a little bit of help getting to know and understand one another. No, I'm not a writer. Okay. To the Life School podcast, where each week you're going to learn how to live with greater intentionality, as well as an integrated faith in every area of your life. This is the stuff that your parents, teachers, and pastors forgot to tell you about. I'm Heath Hollinsby. I'm here with Caesar Kalinowski. Hello.
1: Hello, Heath. Are you? I'm going to just go right for it. Are you an extrovert or an introvert? I have. I
0: don't think any introvert in me, 100% extrovert. You're, you're
1: way out there. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty close to that too. I, I did do an assessment recently again just to see, you know? Yeah. And I think I cheated it though because like I know what the kind of questions are. You know? <laughs> yeah. But I was still, even in cheating it, you know, trying to like seem nicer <laughs> or something. You know, to seem more moderate. <laughs> yeah, or something, yeah. I want to be like Jesus because his needle has to be right in the middle or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah.
0: yeah. No, we're. this is actually a really fun conversation, I think. And it's going to provide, I know... For me in my marriage, a lot of clarity because my wife is whatever I am extreme extrovert, she is extreme introvert, (laughs) which leads to issues and frustrations uh, and not know how to understand one another. Um, Well, we're wired pretty differently, especially when it comes to social interaction, right? You know what I'm finding is that the topic of introvert-extrovert is often really misunderstood. The basis of, of how we even define what each is. Yeah, very the much The distinctions so. are not accurate, and so no one seems to really understand. Almost nobody. These differences in personalities. Do you have. Uh, have you experienced that as well? It's like we're starting on the wrong foot. I certainly have, and, and and like a lot of things, when it comes to like personality
1: assessments or preferences in life, we assume like the worst of people who are different than us. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, I really like hanging out with extroverts surprise, you know what I mean? Right? Yeah, sure. And then and before you understand some of these things, you don't know why you just go like, no, nah, I really like that guy. Nah, no, nah, not him so much, not her yeah, so much, you know? Um, but actually the truth is like both are really, really needed for a healthy community, uh, for living together, like on mission, right? Yep. Cause there's all kinds of people in the world. And so as we're like disciples who make disciples and all that, We really need to understand this better. And it's a bit of a, I wouldn't say it's hot button, like on TV kind of news, you know, like everybody's all over it. Hmm. But when I've spoken about it or written about it before, um, I always get tons of mail. (laughs) Like, and both, like people are freed up and other people are like super offended by it because they kind of got nailed, (laughs) you know? So, and and I think our listeners today are going to know what I'm saying. Like, I'm going to nail, I'm going to nail this, but I'm going to be fair. I'm going to like both sides because I want to bring the gospel into it, like, there is really a thing behind a thing here when it comes to uh, understanding introversion
0: and extroversion. But you're right, I think I think most people don't really understand it. They yeah. really don't. And well in the life school, what we've always said our mantra has been is how to get faith to fit into every area of your life. So why would we leave it out of how we're wired yeah. in, as far as extroverts or introverts? And this one can change a lot for us pretty quickly. Yeah. 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 Okay, so let's what I like to do usually is start off with defining some definitions. Good. And I think that most of our listeners are probably I would say very few are unaware with the whole introvert extrovert conversation at all. But um Well, everybody can,
1: everybody assumes they like this is who I am. Yeah, exactly. But they don't necessarily know what it really means.
0: Yeah. So yeah. how would you uh maybe you can unpack this whole give some definitions to, okay. to
1: these phrases. Little history lesson here. Fun. <laughs> it's a very short one. Um so extroversion and introversion are um are these preferences that we have originally used in a personality inventory that was created like in the 20s, by this Swiss psychologist named Carl Jung. And so people that like are into psychology or psychiatry or any of that, they would they would know who Carl Jung is. Um, But he's the guy who kind of first coined that and started to identify preferences uh, within our personality types. Uh Okay, most people today may be more familiar with these terms in connection with the Myers-Briggs type inventory. Sure. A lot of people at work, or even maybe through church or team building exercises, have done Myers Briggs,
0: which is like the ENFP or ENFJ or INFJ, yeah, yeah, all that stuff, that right? Sort of.
1: Myers Briggs, yeah. I, I like to call it the Briggs and Stratton, which is <laughs> actually a name of a lawnmower engine or something. Right? <laughs> um, yeah, and the these un, these terms though are unfortunately they're kind of outmoded because not because they're not valuable, because they're misunderstood and misused in that extroversion is not about being loud or the life of the party. Okay. And introversion is not about being shy or antisocial. But that's actually just the beginning of starting to understand this.
0: Okay. Un- unfortunately, that's the way I've always heard it put or taught, is that I hear people using extrovert or introvert as excuses as to why they are a certain way or don't like doing certain things with others. So like, yeah, I don't like uh, I don't like going out to baseball games because I'm an introvert. And you're going like, okay, well, that's that might not be it. It's more about how we're filled, and we'll we'll yeah. talk about it in a yeah. second. Right. But um, so I'm these, sure you know what I mean. Yeah. So these preferences,
1: either being you know more extroverted or more introverted, um, actually, and and this is what it was originally too, like when Carl Jung was writing about it, sure. they actually have to do with how people get their energy and recharge emotionally and mentally. Hmm. Okay, it's not a social preference per se. Here's what's going on. Extroverts draw their energy from other people and interaction. Okay. While introverts draw their energy from within. Okay. Right? So they do that within themselves and through reflection. It's about how you recharge. It's not about how many people you like to be around. Yeah. Okay. It's important to understand that there are times when, you know, all of us feel more introverted and need to be alone, right? Or seek a quiet place. I seem to remember Jesus doing that from time to time. Yeah. Right. Um, there are also times when even the most introverted person will go to a party, and they'll function socially, and they'll have a good time. Again, Jesus did this pretty often as well. He threw lo- loads of parties, was at parties all the time. We all actually possess elements of both introversion and extroversion. Yeah. It's just that we're going to kind of have a primary or dominant
0: preference, and it has really, though, more to do with how we recharge, how okay. we refuel. So it's like, yeah, it's like it's like a car, right? You go to parties all the time. The introvert to fill up the gas tank is going, I'm on fumes. I need to spend some time alone and reflect. And that fills up the gas tank so that when parties arise and stuff like that, they have the energy right? capital to go into those things. And, yep. Okay. That's right. So, and so, you know, I, I could say this way
1: sometimes it's like after a busy day at work, you know, introverts have to interact all day. Yep. And so they need to get, they get to, they need to, you know, be alone for a bit. They mm-hmm. need to recharge It's some time to reflect, get some quiet, right? Yeah. Whereas like an extrovert gets done with work and goes like, man, I cannot wait to hit, you know, the cafe or the pub. You know, yeah, sure. I'm gonna call my buddy, see who's around tonight. You know, let's go yeah. to the, hey, I got tickets to the game. Let's go to the game. You know, that's how they actually recharge yeah. is by additional interaction. One's not better than the other. They're just different. But neither is like a, a license to hide behind it and sure. say, well,
0: I don't do those things because I'm, I'm this. Yeah. Okay, that's actually super helpful because I am definitely, as I said, massive extrovert. My wife, Kathleen, massive introvert. I come home from a long, stressful day of work. She has, she can't figure out why for me, I would desire to go out and have a couple beers with some guys. For her, she'd rather sit behind a book and under a blanket and recharge. So as you can imagine with us living in a fallen world, uh, there's times where these, if you're wired completely different, there's the clash of the two. And so, yeah, uh, my wife and I will talk quite a bit because we operate so differently that it'll sometimes leads to some tension in our, in our marriage. People listening are like, I can't understand. I don't even relate. I can't <laughs> I'm the much. only one on planet Earth. You're the only guys.
1: You and Kathleen are just
0: so weird. <laughs> <laughs> how would I best go about as a servant of Jesus trying hmm. to serve my wife uh, and to seek to understand her, you know, as a lifelong learner, which we talked about in, um, in episode 109, if I want to be a lifelong learner and how to really learn and understand from my wife, which is a great episode to listen to if you haven't heard that one yet. Uh, what encouragement would you give to people who have a hard time understanding people that are not wired at them like them at all?
1: Yeah. Well, you might not do your recharging together, you mm-hmm. know, for one. Because remember that that's the issue. It's not it's not a preference of social interaction. It's a a, a need to recharge, and you do it in different ways.
0: Okay, that's helpful. It's, so it's not against. So you don't each need other. to feel that pressure to. Yeah, help like them. I really
1: need to go out and do this. Like you want to come? No. Oh, well, what's wrong with my friends? You're like, yeah. well, I'm nothing. I, you need to be charged. I need to be charged too. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's what she's kind of getting do it at. it separately. Right. It's kind of, that's it. So um, that, that, that's what's going on. So, I, but let me take it a little further. Okay. And I'm not, I'm not going to throw Kath, Kathleen or anyone else under the bus here, but sometimes, okay, the claim of introversion can actually be a smokescreen for self-focus hmm. or an attempt to cover up fear of man issues. Okay, can you unpack that maybe a little bit? Okay, yeah. Both are actually an issue of unbelief in the in the full bigger gospel, okay? Both okay. are issues of unbelief in the gospel. It's like there's this internal dialogue in the introvert's head that's saying, well, the best way I know to protect and control what others think of me is to avoid people. Hmm. And I can do that by going, well, I'm an introvert. Yeah. But what I'm really trying to do is... I don't know if I'm out there amongst loads of people. If I can control what they all yeah, think it's of a me, yeah,
0: control thing, yeah.
1: So the best way is to avoid it. Hmm. Okay, but the gospel is good news that God loves us deeply, so we can put ourselves out there with others, secure in the knowledge that, hey, you know who matters the most is God in His opinion, and we have His love and affection. Wow. So it changes it. So still have an issue of recharging, yeah. But to not be amongst people because we fear their opinion, and so how I manage it is I hide behind my introversion. That's a, that's a gospel issue. So we all have the choice to be with people each day or not. Who and what will be the focus of our time, energy, and resources? That's another question. Where will the source of strength for my interactions come? From my own super limited supply or the Holy Spirit's endless supply? Yeah. So when an introvert's like, well, I haven't recharged to the degree I'd like to, so I don't. I, I really can't go out and be amongst people. You can't in your own strength, Yeah. but you could in the power of the Holy Spirit, which is the power that raised Christ from the dead. I bet you can go out and have a good time. Yeah. And because what you're doing is then you're saying, Holy Spirit, help me shift my focus and my time, my energy to others. So yeah. it's, it's very different. Now, I still need to recharge alone, but I can do that and be with people.
0: I can choose that yeah. under the strength of the Spirit. You can throw me under the bus. <laughs> We've talked a little about, about maybe what's happening with introverts behind the introversion thing. Okay. Being an extrovert, uh, what what might that issue be for extroverts? Yeah, okay, it it's, it's actually kind of the same, believe it or not, just the other side of the coin. Okay,
1: <laughs> you know? yeah. Okay, but yeah, here we go. So it's f- fair, fair, right? So here for us extroverts, um, I'm an extrovert, so I can speak to this, right? Yeah. Um, there are times... And in my life, it used to be more often, we were talking about this a little bit earlier, uh, you and I off, off mic, um, uh, and it used to be a stronger pull on me than it is today. But, but there, there were times when I needed to be out with people, huh. like in the middle of every conversation, sort of the witty, smart guy that knows a lot about a lot of things. Yeah. And you know, you know my story, and Tina and I have owned lots of businesses and mm-hmm. been all over the world doing ministry. So I mean, we're unlimited stories. So I always have a story, you know, it's, sure. like, it's like it doesn't matter what story someone's got. i have like, been there, done that, probably a little better, you know? <laughs> In my own mind. <laughs> sure. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? So but I used to really more so need to be that guy. And um, you know, now and I, I and I would claim, well, that's because I'm an extrovert. That's just how I roll, you know, I like people, right? Yeah. I people and you tell stories and but if I always have to be in the center of a group and getting attention. See, then the thing behind the thing there is that I may not be believing that I'm loved and affirmed by this creator of the universe, always loving, perfect father God, who who says, this is my son. Heath, you're my son. Caesar, you're my son. And you bring me great joy. And I gave you all my best affection and attention when I sent my son Jesus to be with you and rescue you and save you from, guess what, yourself. See and that, so see how the unbelief is yeah. both connected to something that's not true of God, but we put it. You know, we focus on ourselves, not God, and so now I, I need to hide behind my extrovert. Wow, or it's like a
0: it's like a multiple bent on the same issue. Yep, it really, it, that can't. really is crazy. Yeah, and it's interesting that it always comes back to this unbelief. You know, it is true that most of the sin behind the sin is unbelief in the gospel. So, like you
1: know, super practical here. So, if you're an introvert and you're like, no, I can't, I don't really. I remember one time a person saying to me, We were talking about missional community life and meeting your neighbors, you know, and doing things. And I was telling some of the stories about our life and Tina and parties and, you know, barbecues and all that. And they're like, I could never do that. I'm like, Why is that? I'm an introvert.
0: Hmm.
1: I was like, Okay. She goes, In fact, I've never had anybody over. And so I had to talk to her about the unbelief in what was true of God and his love for her and perfect acceptance that she already had. And that she could say, well, you know what? There's a thing going on in the neighborhood tonight. My community's involved in it. And so instead of saying I can't because I'm an introvert, what I need to do instead is say, I should plan to get some restorative time after work so I got a little something in the tank.
0: Yeah. You know, recharged a bit. I'm going to go out and love on people in the power of the Spirit. Same with the extrovert. Like, yeah, our, our identity should not live in light of whether we're introverts or extroverts. It should be in what God has said is true of us. Boom. Yeah. Well stated. Yeah, well stated. Same for the extrovert.
1: Hey, there's a thing in the neighborhood tonight let me just double check and reaffirm the father's love in my life. I'm believing that's true of him, true of what he says of me. So tonight I don't have
0: to be that guy who has to be center of everything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Wow. So, moving this to more of a practical level. Uh, we talked in episode number 106 about how to find true community and meeting in your small group. And, uh, can get, kind of move, start moving it to more richer forms and deeper relational forms of mission. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things that was really neat is we had a listener named Christian Bender who sent us a question after we had aired that episode, just asking if we'd be willing to explore the topic of how we're wired as an introvert or an extrovert, how that influences our ability to lead a missional community or even be part of one and what each can contribute to the community. Because if we do believe that they're together, we represent the fullness of made in the image of God, both introverts and extroverts made uniquely in the image of God, the fullness of the gospel shows that we have to come together and serve one another and figure this thing out together. So maybe you could talk to how we uh, how how, the, how it all plays together it's in a great an MC question. setting.
1: It's a great question. I think it's really a question about how we lead and interact together in community uh, with those who have different personalities than us or different uh, strengths. That's I think that's what's you know in Christians' question there. So remember, uh, whether we're introverted or extroverted, God has gifted us differently than others. And, okay, and he knows who will be a good fit for you relationally. And if you're an introvert within your community or at a larger meal or party, you don't have to feel like you need to meet every single person Yeah, and be cracking jokes all night and then drop the mic, you know, <laughs> right? That's not that, that's not who you are as an introvert probably, you know? Sure. Um, but let God lead you to those people of peace, in other words, those people kind of leaning into relationship and spirituality, who will love you for who you are. Hmm. So... You know, I often say, like, in any given community, Tina and I will have plenty of friends hanging around and new friends. Sure. We need loads of people who are a little slower paced, better listeners, who will go the long haul in community with people. Yeah. So I I need those more introverted, sort of more reflective types in the community that might even spend time recharging with just one other person. You know what I mean? Instead of... Like, woo, you know, and if, if community was all like, woo, party, yeah, you know, no one's ever getting cared for listened to very well. You know, yeah. we super, super need each other there. So extroverts are great for drawing a crowd and introverts are more naturally drawn to fewer folks, but they generally go deeper into
0: relationship and we really need both. in our... Yeah. I think one of the things too, that you would have, you'd say is that it's really, it's really easy for us to pin people that aren't like us as either threats or enemies or like hindrances hindrances yeah rather than going like no the way with my wife sometimes i go like we're just wired so differently that we're it's easy for you to become my enemy because we don't see eye to eye on this rather than going let me seek to understand you because when i seek to understand you like there is a there's a benefit of going you're not my enemy we need to constantly remember that like the way we're uniquely wired presents that fullness of the gospel yeah you know? I and think too. Once we to tap us.
1: in, yeah. Once we tap into that a little bit too, it becomes much more apparent, hmm. you know, and which humbles us a little bit, and also makes God look really wise and gracious because He's, you know, He's giving us exactly what we need in our communities, yeah. and He's drawing people to different people in different ways, and that's that's where the fullness of who He is and His image being born in a community is going to come out through all kinds of characters. I think about how. Think about how different the 12 apostles were that Jesus chose the disciples he chose. Yeah. I mean, they could not have been more different. More different yeah. I mean, like wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yet the whole world got changed, right? So, yeah. okay, so when trying to like move toward a lifestyle of discipleship and missions, sort or of kind of just springboarding off a of Christian's question there or just even in life generally, okay? Like maybe if you a person has never understood that and you kind of hid behind it. Sure. Um here's some questions to ask yourself or maybe ask the Spirit to illuminate. Okay, so when trying to move toward a lifestyle of discipleship and mission, if you're a more introverted person, and hold tight, I'm going to come to the extroverted person in a minute, <laughs> um, but if you're if you're trying to, you know, in, just in community in general, and maybe you're wanting to move beyond, you know, kind of hiding behind it, yeah, right? Or like maybe you have a new understanding today. Sure. Here's some questions you can ask yourself or maybe ask the Spirit to illuminate. First, how set in my ways am I? Like, do I love my routines hmm. more than I love people? Yeah. Okay. Second, could I be hiding my selfishness behind the term introvert? Okay. I'm, I'm not here to answer them for you. <laughs> um, third, do I plan for times of recharging alone after being with lots of people? You know, how could I improve on this so as to better enjoy, you know, social time? Yeah. There's just intentionality there. Absolutely. Um, do I believe God has made me both in His image, okay, like Jesus, and uniquely, and then it's really good. Because hmm. some people I've heard say, like, I wish I wasn't so introverted. Yeah, I wish I was an extrovert like you. Or flip it. Sure, I can't stand extroverts. You know, I don't like being one. I'm like one, but you know, <laughs> yeah. it's like, oh, you're you're made in the image of God, like Christ, and it's good. Yeah, right. It's but it's understanding what's the truth behind it. Um, fifth, how does God want to use me? With my introversion in the lives of others in community? Hmm. Ask that question. Ask yourself that. Because it's not going to be the same as somebody else. Sure. Right? Sixth, do I regularly seek the spirit when trying to decide how often I'll be in community and involved with others? Hmm. I've heard people say, like, well, I can't do the whole missional community thing because I'm an introvert. It's like, oh. Please ask God what he has for your heart, because he definitely (laughs) has community for you. You know what I mean? And so we have to come from unbelief to belief, trust the Spirit, go in his strength. And then seventh, do I prefer and or understand the value of going deeper with those few people that God may be calling me to? Hmm. Okay. So remember, you don't always have to lead the band, but you do have a part to play. Yep. Us loud extroverts
0: really need you. (laughs) Absolutely. Okay. What would be the questions if you were an extrovert that you would... Ask yourself or even the Holy Spirit to illuminate for you. Okay, same thing, right? We've talked about there's issues on both.
1: And so here's a little heart check. First, uh, what's my true motivation for wanting to be with people? Hmm. Especially if it's a lot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Is it to be a blessing and or get recharged? Or is it to be the center of attention or maybe to be in charge? Hmm. Hmm. Conviction falling here. (laughs) (laughs) No joke. Uh, Second, could I be using my extroversion at times? As an excuse to be sort of loud, opinion and opinionated or seek to be in control of the situation, because mm. I'm a kind of the loudest guy. Sure. And the loudest voice wins. Yep. Okay. Uh third question. Do I believe that God has made me both in his image like Christ and uniquely? And that it's good? Yeah. And that I need others with different perspectives and gifts and giftings and personality types. Do I do I mm. believe that? long as he's made me good, he's made them good. Let's look for that. Yeah. How does that work? Uh, Fourth, do I regularly seek the spirit when trying to decide if I should be out in a crowd and mixing it up? Or if it's a good time to speak up and maybe take charge or lead? Or is it a good time to use my abundant energy just to serve others Hmm. and, like, see their gifts shine? Yeah. Right? Make space for them, right? Because you can use that gift and energy for that. And then fifth, do I understand that while I can easily draw a crowd or make friends more easily, perhaps, as an extrovert... I need others who can come alongside me and be gentle with them and listen and kind of walk with them over the long haul. Do I understand that? You know, so we really do need each other, brother. hmm. And I believe that God, he he knits our marriages together, um, our families, our communities and churches with exactly the right types of people and personalities that he knows will most glorify himself and bless the most people. Yep. And if we can see each other as image bearers, that's going to be super valuable, knowing that He has made us wonderfully, yeah. and hes it's not an accident who we're married to and who we're in community with. There's there's growth there, and there's beauty
0: there. You know, one of the practices that I've tried to employ lately, like you said, is as Christians, we tend to do a terrible job of really walking uh, as listeners of the Spirit in every avenue. So for me, I'm a lot like what you mentioned in... I go to parties. I like to be the loud voice. I feel sometimes that knowing my wife's not going to be the most loud and vocal that I have to make up the conversation. So it's been super helpful to, to, even as I'm showing up to a house and I'm at a party, just going, Spirit, would you lead me tonight throughout the evening? Like, the, would you speak to me? Would you tell me when good. I need to cool That's it, good. when I need to... So these are not just questions that we can ask as we're sitting at home, but if we're led by the Spirit, in real go time. out and party in real time and let the Spirit speak to you. And try to discern and listen. Yeah, great. Yeah, so uh, as we're finishing up, we always do the takeaway, the big three, which is the three things that people can take away from this episode. Get started on right away. Yeah, it's awesome. And you can get it for free by going to 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 113. Again, that's 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 113. Caesar, what are the top three takeaways you have for us this week? Okay, boom. Here's the big three. First, Are you an introvert or an extrovert? Are you
1: sure you know? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Self-awareness is a really good place to start. So um, here's what I want to do. If everybody will download these big three, I'm going to include a link to a free personality assessment connected to Myers-Briggs. It only takes actually like a few minutes. It's not crazy long. Like like two minutes or three minutes to go through. And you'll get instant results. You don't have to pay anything or like wait for it to come. And you'll see where you fall on the extroversion to introversion scale. Cool. Because we're not, none of, no one's like 100% one thing and zero the other or whatever. Sure. And that's going to help you start to bear with others when you go like, oh, I'm a whole lot more like that person than I thought, right? So start by figuring that out. And yep. even if you think, you know, it's free. go. So do. download the big three, get the link, go for that, okay? Second, plan your social schedule to allow you to recharge emotionally in ways that best suit you and your mm-hmm. personality. Don't hide behind your introversion or extroversion as excuses to not be with people or always be at the center. You know, and, and a little advanced preparation for our heart and for recharging will open you up to new horizons and in really some new relational depth. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And then third, seek to actually build teams and build community with those who are different than yourself. Hmm. Like, cause we do need each other. It's not like, well, I'll put up with you. I guess I'll figure out yeah, yeah. figure out a way to put you to use wherever it's like, no, be wiser than that and say, God's good. He only does what is good. He's made us unique and different. So seek to build teams with people different than yourself. Remember, we need both introverts and extroverts in community. So learn to be gracious and patient as you grow more accustomed to and appreciative of those differences.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, I will take those three takeaways, and I'm also going to go home right now and apologize to my wife for being (laughs) such a jerk. (laughs) Uh, Hey, we'd like to thank you for joining us. Unfortunately, time is up, but this has been super helpful. Um, I I I hope so. Yeah. Yeah, I learned a lot today, and we hope that you as listeners have as well. If you want the download of the big three for today, again, you can get that for absolutely free by going to 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 113. That's 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 113. Hey, and let me just say again, if people want to you know, interact with us around this,
1: yeah. go to Facebook. Search up Life School podcast. We have a group there. Yep, and just you know, ask to join. We'll prove you. And ask your questions there. Jump in on community. Talk to
0: other people. Like you know, bring bring something to the the buffet. It'd be great. Yeah, it's new, but there's some engagement starting to happen. People starting to get to know one another. There's a cool little community being formed there. Um, and if you're enjoying the podcast, feel free to subscribe on iTunes, uh, and then every Monday morning you can wake up to a new uh, podcast on your phone, letting you know that as you drive to work, you can hear some new uh, ways that the gospel can affect your subscribe, life. Subscribe, click on a star or two,
1: or you yeah. know whatever, give us a rating, and drop a couple notes on there for us. That'd be blessed.
0: We look forward to joining you next week on the Life School Podcast as we talk with our friend and author, Deb Hirsch, and her book, Redeeming Sex. We're going to get into different aspects of uh, sexual identity, as well as what the church needs to learn that it might not be hearing at this current point we hope you join us for that as always thanks for listening we hope you enjoyed today we'll see you next week for more information you can visit 123lifeschool.com forward slash podcast